Alright guys, we're back on today's episode of That's Some BS. We have NBA Finals. We got Game 5 coming up tonight. We'll see, we'll give a recap of Games 3 and 4. We also have a quick recap of Minor League Major Talk about what happened last week with the Bruins and Sooners. Um, RIP my bank account. Uh, we have BS on a roll. Uh, I think you guys are going to like this one today. We're going to get a little creative. And then finally, we have What the Cluck. All right, Brock, we're back at it. Brock, you glad to be back? Oh, I'm so happy to be back. It's been a long week, and I'm, I'm glad to be back recording with the red light on. Yes. I can't wait till we get to where we're pumping episodes out, like, just two, cranking times them a out. week. Yeah. Just, just slot, like, like it's a home run derby. But what has, what has gone down in basketball? Because we got to get to that ASAP. Well, in basketball, NBA, WNBA has started, but let's get back to some of the other stuff. Not, I don't want to say better stuff, but some of the other stuff. KD is back. That's the biggest news. Uh, we are recording this. It's on a Monday, and tonight is Game 5 of the NBA Finals. And reports said that Kevin Durant wasn't great in practice, but he's back. So let's go back to, let's take the time machine back to where we didn't have KD present, right? Okay. Let's go where back he was to, just standing in the hallway? Where he was standing in the hallway, hood up, looking like a, a Sith Lord from Star Wars <laughs> or something. But let's go back to Game 3. Okay. Series is 1-1. We're going to the Bay for the first time. Yeah. And the Raptors come away with the win. Yeah. It, both games, I mean, just collectively, both games, the Raptors looked incredibly focused. Did you see that video of Kawhi? Like, Lowry's in the in the tunnel, and he's trying to give... He's trying to dap his dude up. I think he's it, like, was, it he's was like... It was Powell, and he was not having it. You know, yeah, he's like, all right, let's go. We're finna hit the floor. And Kawhi, he sees the fist, and then he just looks down and points forward with those massive hands. There's and been, that's the level of focus that they're on right now. It's crazy that just how many headlines and storylines there's been out of this... NBA Finals. Yes. I mean, and the thing is, is that this is the first one without LeBron in the last nine years. And I love it because it's so competitive. And even though the Raptors won by like 13, like the whole game, like you're still thinking like the Warriors can always be back in this thing. But game game three, final score, Raptors 123, Warriors 109. This is kind of like the the game that, the Steph game, we'll call it the Steph game. Mm-hmm. Goes off, boom, goes the dynamite, 47 points, but not enough to get it done. It looks like that game resembled what a lot of teams in the NBA are like. They have one player, one star player that can do it all, but then again, they suck. Like they, it kind of reminds me of the Phoenix Suns. Right, and I think that's we both agree that that's why Toronto has found the success. They're just playing great team basketball. You mentioned it last last show. Exactly. I mean, they they have one star in Kawhi, but then everybody else, like all the role players, they are so elite compared to everybody else. Like. It's not like you can just walk down the street and find a market salt. That dude, he was was he an all star? Not this year, but he no, was. No, I'm at saying one point. previously. Yeah. He yeah. has he, been an all star. He's an NBA all star. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, the Warriors don't have Clay. Only three Warriors end up in double digits. Sounds like a OKC Thunder game, mm-hmm. but not really, because we only usually have two in double digits. Yeah. Right now the Warriors are with Clay, because they have three L's. Mm-hmm. But see, on the on the other side of the coin, you have six Raptors in double digits. Yeah, and that's the biggest difference is that the role players are stepping up big time. And in previous years, guys like Lowry would disappear. But now he's stepping up in a big way. And are we going to talk about him getting shoved? We can, yeah, uh, let's let's jump into it. So 
I'll set the stage. Lowry's chasing a ball about to go out of bounds, right? Mm -hmm. Giving his all. Hustle NBA Finals, right? While he's sort of in that front row where all the rich people sit, this gentleman shoves him, right? Yeah. Well, come to find out, kind of after the game, this guy turns out to be a minority owner for the Warriors. Big money. Mr. Mark Stevens. Originally, I don't know if you saw this, it came out that he was only going to be banned for the rest of the finals. But then this train really got going. Like, it's that's not okay. You got to draw the line somewhere, and because the, there's been so many instances of fans getting involved, and this is not all right. Like it was a blatant shove, and now the dude's been fined 500k and banned for a year. I, I want to be devil's advocate. It wasn't. Really? I'm not saying it was a good could, shove. It was not a shove. You don't think it's a good shove? It was shove? a one arm shove. It was almost even a tap. Now I get they're trying to make him the scapegoat for this. The NBA, like you can't force a guy to sell his share of his ownership mm-hmm. of something. Like, let's say you're the franchisee owner of McDonald's or whatever, and some something bad happens. Are, are you going to go up to that franchisee and be like, hey, you need to sell all your stores? You can't do that. The, and, and the $500,000 fine is a joke to yeah. me because that is literally a drop in the bucket. I wouldn't even consider that a slap on the wrist. Like, that's just a bad, bad look to somebody. It's, it's just like you're looking back at somebody, and you give, you know, when you're driving on the highway and you give them that look, not the finger, but just like the look, like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. It was that right there. And it was almost an embarrassment to the league. Just $500,000, like, at least do like a. A $10 million fine, which, I mean, still, that's nothing to him, which blows my mind. My response to you is, as men, that's that's hard not to... If, if a grown man puts his hands on you, like, you have every right, pretty much, at that point. I think we're all kind of brought up to say, hey, don't start nothing. Mm-hmm. But if someone starts something with you, finish it. Yeah. Put an exclamation point on it. Yeah, Lowry did a great job of turning the other cheek. Cautious of the situation because he's playing in the NBA Finals, right? Correct. And the team's going to need him. Correct. Yeah, I mean, like, think about it. If he gets ejected from that game, then he's gone for the next game, too. And so that's almost a game and a half without Lowry. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that's impossible. Now, still, he's an all-star player Yeah, that Warrior- you keep around. Warriors would be out of a minority owner, the Raptors starting point guard. Yes. Weighs a little bit differently. But the thing that does suck for this minority owner guy is that they are opening the brand new stadium next year in the Bay, and he doesn't get to be around for that next year. So that kind of sucks. Like, you're opening a brand new building. Like, it's yours. Like, you own it. Mm -hmm. But you can't go. It's like buying a house. But then they're like, hey, it's not ready yet, but there's parties going on inside, but you can't go in yet. So just sit out here, and we'll show you pictures. I mean, if we're we're talking about it, I think it should be banned from, from the league. Not for a year for the league. Like there's no there's no room for that. No, I mean I, I agree. I agree. There's there is no room for that because when you have someone from the very top doing that kind of stuff, then it's just like a trickle down effect. It's like with kids. Like if an adult does something, then the kids are gonna follow. Mm-hmm. And so if a owner can do it, then shoot, why can't a fan right do that? A regular old fan in like row five because I think one through four is you know exclusive luxurious. Yeah, I think row especially five in Golden back- State like. I feel like you have to at least own $50 million to even be on the list of being able to buy a ticket at Golden State. But, yeah, you you have to have money to go to a Warriors game. And I agree with you. Rose 1 through 4, stupid money. Getting back to the game analysis, okay. this was Danny Green's game. Yes. Danny Green steps up, finishes with 18 points. I mean, this is what we talked about. We talked about Toronto, for them to do it, for them to pull it off. It'd be, have to be a happy mix of, like, four or five guys, right? And we're seeing, like, we're seeing that. We're about to get to game four. Game four, all known as, as Serge's game. Serge goes off. This is literally LeBron's dream team. If you take 
Kawhi off of it, like, and you want to insert LeBron. Like, this is what LeBron's ideal dream is like. Mm-hmm. You have shooters and you have defenders. You have guys that can do it all. Like Pascal Siakam, perfect guy to play with LeBron. But obviously, you can't. Like this is like Jeremy Lin got to play in this game. That's how bad it got. Jeremy Lin played in the NBA final game. Lin Sanity, let's go for a minute. No stats. Just for a minute. It's just like getting that JV kid, like the team manager, some time. Like, hey, you know, we're proud of him. You know, it's like an E60 story. Like, hey, we picked him up. Like, he's one of our boys now. We're just going to give him some some cheap change time. But moving on to game four, Raptors 105, Warriors 92, another win. Raptors yeah. go up 3-1. This is gigantic. This is huge. Yeah, a 3-1 lead is, is not safe, but it's definitely a good feeling. But they were completely, completely stoic after the game. Like, no emotion. Now, I get Kawhi's never, rarely shows emotion, but even guys like Lowry, like guys that get fired up, they're just, hey, we got more to do. Mm-hmm. We got we got bigger things. But we got guys sacrificing everything. Like our boy Fred with his teeth. Yes. And I thought it was hilarious because after the game, like, he was pissed because, I don't know if you saw, but they showed, like, a, like a clip of, they zoomed in all the way and found, like, a chip of a his chip. tooth mm-hmm. on the court. Mm-hmm. And he goes, what the heck, man? I could have got that so they could have glued it together and fixed it. Now he's got to get a new tooth. Do you think, does the tooth fairy have an age limit? Like, do you think? I don't know, but I think with him losing a tooth, he's an honorary Canadian now. Because as a Canadian, like, losing a tooth is... Hockey. Yeah, it's one of the more prideful things that you can do in Canada. Like, you, you drink maple syrup, you say sorry, and you lose a tooth. And, you that, have, that, yeah. and then you're a Canadian. Canadian resume. Exactly. Long hair. You might be working on it. I love that point. I actually love that point. And probably wearing a flannel. Probably ice fishing after they win tonight. Mm-hmm. And then sharpening his axe. But anyway, so... He's got a good beard. He does have a great beard. Moving to the game. I mean, Warriors are competitive in this one, contrary to, to game game three. It's yeah. four, they, Warriors are up at halftime, 46-42, and the Raptors come out in roll reversal, use their own third-quarter blast, and go off for 37 points in the third. Yeah, I don't know if you remember it, but Kawhi had two huge threes, like right off the bat, that just set the tone for everybody else. And if I remember it right, one of the players, I think it was uh, Fred, he was just like, yeah, coming out of the gate, Kawhi had like two just huge fu shots, just straight in the eye. Like like Draymond didn't even respect him, and Kawhi just goes boom right in your eye, boom right in your eye. So Boardman gets paid. Boardman gets paid, and the Robin to Kawhi's Batman, Serge Ibaka, twenty points. He showed up big time, and it's a bench player. Yeah. I feel like each game, like a new Raptors player is showing up and in a big way. We had Siakam. We've had Fred. Fred hasn't really taken over a game and made it his he's game. He's had huge shots. He, but he's he's had he's had. Like I remember the one the th- game three. He had like a shot where he just chucked it up and it just swished, and you're like, what? Yeah, but see, game. I mean, game three, Danny Green. Game four, Serge. Who's 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 coming up? Game who's five. Who's it going to be tonight? I know. Um. I'm going to go with Gasol, man. I think Gasol okay. is pouring about 20 points. Because Cousins is... Remember when Game 2, Warriors get a win, and Cousins is back, right? Mm-hmm. No. Gasol's about to take Cousins to the bank tonight. Okay. The, the Scotia Bank. The Scotia Bank, exactly. Yes. About to take him on a tour of Jurassic World. And okay. Just let him see different dinosaurs exhibits. Mm-hmm. Get familiar. All right, so we did Game 4. Raptors have a 3-1 lead. Coming up tonight, potentially the nail in the coffin that could end this dynasty for good... Brock, who wins game five? Oh, man. This is so... Like, I'm trying not to be biased, but I know what I want. Mm-hmm. I want the Raptors, of course, to close it out in, in Toronto. But? But 
you got KD coming back, which is tough. But the dude hasn't played in so long. Mm-hmm. Here's the deal. they The team hasn't played with him for so long. He hasn't played in a long time. It's not like it's a... A wrist injury where you, or like a finger injury where you can fight through it. He's like part of the game, almost 90% of the game is jumping, is running. Mm-hmm. And you have to have your calves to do that. Me, I don't have great calves. That's why I'm not great at basketball. But I think that like everybody's making a huge deal about KD being back. And yes, he's arguably the best player in the world. But when you've been off of something for a month, there's not like it's not like you can just walk back into it and be great. Like, I'm predicting he's going to have, like, 18 points because they're going to limit his minutes. KD, 18 points? KD, 18 points. Because what he's going to do is he's going to pull other people away from guys like Steph and Clay, and they're going to have the majority of the points right there. But I still think, here's my prediction. Raptors win their first title ever, and Drake is seen drinking champagne with Kawhi in the locker room. Because Drake's getting in there. Drake, I don't care what you say. Drake is getting in that locker room. That's the most exclusive. That's going to be the most exclusive club in Toronto that night. And Drake is going to... He's probably going to drop an album. He's probably already got something loaded up. Yes. And I can't wait for it. Uh, you just you just painted the perfect serenity yeah. with that little synopsis. Scotiabank, right like, they, they're not going to turn off the lights tonight. They're just gonna go ahead and drop. They're they're just gonna go ahead and drop the banner already. They're gonna they're gonna have some fans out in Jurassic World, like bring in a new one, Jurassic World, Jurassic Park, bring in a new banner and hang it over like the Maple Leaves one. I'm gonna read straight from my notes. Okay. My prediction: If I live in Canada, I'm planning on calling in to work because Jurassic Park is getting lit. Period. Like on fire or just like in general? Like I, I can see it both Do you, ways. I don't see I don't see Toronto like you know how a lot of cities riot. Yeah, they're I'm not, not seeing the riot. Yeah, they're not a big riot. What what do you say they do? I'd say like out of excitement they pick up trash. Pick up trash or just like hey, we're in the finals, hey bud. I think it's more than just a Toronto thing now. It's the whole country of Canada. It's big because I saw on ESPN they had watch parties like in Vancouver, Saskatchewan, Edmonton, Calgary. It's a whole country thing. But trying to be unbiased, you have you have two things that could happen. You just mentioned it. Toronto has the opportunity of a lifetime that any NBA team in the league would want to have is to end the Warriors dynasty. Or the ultimate stage is set for Kevin Durant. What happens... To come back from 3-1. What if he does it? Well, it would, it would be very impressive, but someone's already done it before. Okay. Yeah, and it's happened and to the Warriors. And at this time... Okay, I think if we're arguing like better 3-1 comebacks, LeBron's is by far better than his. Because you have Hall of Fame players right beside you. You have Boogie Cousins. You have Steph Curry, for crying out loud. Klay Thompson. You have dudes around you. So don't act like it's just all Kevin Durant. Now, given they did struggle without Kevin. But LeBron by himself, it was LeBron and J.R. Smith. And a couple of scrubs off the bench. And just an all-star in Kyrie Irving. But if, if Kevin does it, like this is his, if Kevin brings the Warriors back, wins the finals, it's his team. Forget, bump the, no, this has always been Steph's team. No, this is Kevin's team. And then he's going to leave. And then he's going to leave. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be like, yeah, y'all needed me, but deuces. So that's your prediction? That's my prediction. We okay, both so, have, so we're, we're both, both in predi- tonight. We're both ending it tonight. So Even though we're going against our both Warriors and Six predictions. Yeah, so we're ending our streak of American teams winning a title. You know, because we want to be an international podcast. We're fans of Canada right now. So, Canada, congrats. This is a future... This is a future congratulations to you guys saying, go crazy. You have the Larry O'Brien trophy. Go nuts, but not too nuts. And uh, have fun with that. All right, so moving on, we have a recap of minor league major talk. Speedy recap. Speedy recap. We're not going to dive into this, but 
last week. My prediction did not come true, and my bank account's going to take a hit. Going to have to dip into the wallet. And, Brock, can we go to ka sound? For the first time. Ka-ching! And so that sound is me putting $10 into the bet on it bank for you guys. So currently right now the bet on it bank stands at $10. Um, Brock, at what amount are we going or at what amount or what time are we going to have to call it to be like, all right, we got to get something for our listeners. I was thinking about that today. I was thinking like a, the first shirt okay. giveaway or something or like the first mug okay. since I know there's a lot of coffee people out there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We're, gonna we're not just going to hand out cash or yeah, like no, a no, gift no. card. No, no, no. Like no telling what y'all will do with it. No, we want to give something that's meaningful like stuff of us. And like a logo, which buckle up because it's coming. It, it's on its way. But yeah, the uh, Sooners not only lost, but they lost in two games. That was very hurtful. But moving on, you ready to dive into some segments? Oh, absolutely. So the first one is BS Honor Roll. So if you guys aren't familiar with this one again, it is where we come up with a subject and we kind of rate our listings of it. Is that how would how would you describe it? So the BS Honor Roll, I think of it like your it's graduation and you mm-hmm. have your three or five like val- valedictorians up there. Okay, those are the best of the best. The nerds, the yes. smart kids, the kids that are going to Stanford, Yale, Harvard. The best of the best of that graduating class. So we're gonna pick our best of the best of whatever kind of subject we choose or is relevant. Okay. So like this one, we have BS Honor Roll of how to survive a road trip. Okay, I like this one because it's summer, people are going to be on the road, people are going to be traveling. It's going to be a good one. So, do you want to start or do I want to start? Let's see. I'll, I'll take my first pick and then you'll do yours. And okay, et cetera. We'll, we'll go back and forth. All right. Yeah. So, my, my number one is a great podcast. You need a great okay. podcast when you, when you hit the road. And if Do you know one? I do know of one, uh, like this one. That's, that's some BS is a, is a good one. But I'm going to actually plug a couple other ones okay. that I like. Uh, you have Pull Up with C.J. McCollum. Mm-hmm. If you want to actually listen to some real basketball you know, an analysis. analysis. Yeah. Or another one, which I might catch flack for this, but I'm a fan of those crime, crime podcasts. Okay. And I enjoy Crime Junkie. I don't know if you've listened to it, but... I've heard it's pretty good. If you're any bit of a scary movie person, give it a listen. But yeah, you need a—I mean, you need a great podcast. I wasn't gonna pick music, but let's let's learn something. Let's get educated. Mm-hmm. Let's learn something new. Podcast. Well, that actually comes onto one of mine. So you're saying podcast. I'm actually saying you got to create a playlist for highs and lows. Like obviously, like we're all fans of different music. But you can't bump like EDM house music the the whole time. So you got to create a playlist that has the highs and lows because in the car you're gonna have conversation with people. Well, and I feel like there's an asterisk on all of this. It depends on who you're going on the road trip with. Mm-hmm. Are you going on the road trip with family? Are you going on the road trip with friends? Let's just say we're going on a road trip with the bros, like just three guys in a car. We're going cross country. Mm-hmm. All right. So. You gotta have a great playlist, and it can't just be shuffle. You can't go straight from like uh, Garth Brooks to I don't know Nipsey Hussle. That that's kind of intense. You kind of gotta transition up through and out the ebbs and flows. So to create a great road trip, you have to have a great playlist that has the highs and lows. Like obviously at the beginning, you're gonna be listening to some some great rap music, some hip hop, maybe some EDM. To you know, spirits are high. All right, let's get this thing kickstarted. Let's go. To start off, your beats per minute are gonna be up. Yes, and then it kind of tapers off, kind of goes in the middle because you kind of hit that cruise control mentally, and so you're like, all right, we're gonna ke- we're gonna take it slow, we're gonna mm-hmm. keep it going. Um, but then there hits a point where you're like, all right, man, yeah, I'm getting worn out. Then you got to speed it back up again. You got to get the get the blood flow going. So, like I said, 
uh, creating a playlist is key and vital to being on a successful road trip. I like that because it, when you're strolling to midway through the state of Nebraska, mm -hmm. like you're going to be rolling just something chill and mellow and whatnot. And finally, when you get to your destination, you're going to turn it up. Yep. I like that. All right. My second pick, I have an equally balanced assortment of snacks. Oh, I had that on my list. Too. I didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't want to commit to one snack over the other because here's my thing. When I eat, when I just have one snack, when I just have one option, mm -hmm. I get sick of it. Yeah. And therefore, I eat all of it, and then I feel bad about myself. So I'm saying you need to break it up. You need to have a couple of Ziploc bags of a bunch of different things. You need to have something sweet, like, I don't know, maybe some, some Twizzlers. You need to have something salty. I don't know, maybe some peanuts or some pretzels. And then, of course, you need to have chocolate. Kit Kats, Reese's, you need to have a balance. Okay, so I actually put on mine, which is similar to yours. Um, this isn't my next one, but I, I did put, you have to have a secret bag of snacks, just like personally for you on the side. Because if you have, if you have like a public bag of snacks, then you're going to have something on your that's on your eye, mm -hmm. then someone's going to steal it, and then you're going to be upset. And also, you want to keep it, you want to try to keep it clean as much as you can. Um, so I put down like either something like small, like, not small, but like fruit snacks that come in their own individual pouch or like jerky. Um, because if you have something like chips, I like that because then you get crumbs, the car gets dirty and then you feel like you're just sitting in filth. Yes. I like you that. You have to have something that keeps it clean. Relatively And that's healthy. what you have to do to keep it going on a successful road trip. So I like that snacks idea and building off that snacks idea, you have to do, okay, you have to mentally prepare on where you're going and how you're going to get there, obviously. So you have to do great research on a great rest stop. It has to be well timed out. And it has to, it can't just be some run of the mill gas station in a super small town. Like, if you want to hit a great rest stop where you can get a good little walk in, good little stretch, great clean bathrooms, you know, ton of variety of snacks and drinks, you got to hit up like a great Love's gas station. Or, like, if you're going down south to Texas, go through Bucky's. So, yeah, if you're going down south, going to Bucky's, load up on snacks down there. Um, shoot, Bucky's is like a freaking mall down there. But that is my plan. For a great road trip, you have to find a great rest stop, and it has to be planned. Like everybody knows, all right, guys, uh, 20 minutes out, we're gonna be stopping. All right. I like that pick because me personally, I have road trips where I look forward to going to a specific gas station. Like embrace the gas station. Like it's there's this one. Of, like if you go on a trip for so long, it's almost kind of nostalgic. Like if you go on a trip, like let's say you go to the beach every year. There's always that one spot that you always stop at, and you're like, man. It has that one slushy. Yes. Yes. That you stop at, and then you're like, man, like this is some great memories. You know, I've stopped here whenever I was like seven, and then when I was 11, and now I'm 23 with the bros, and it's a great memory. So really, and honestly, gas stations are nostalgic because the way that the future's going with electric cars, they're not going to have anymore. But see, so enjoy it now. But that's sad because a lot goes down at the gas station. Like you can let your dog out to, you know, run around and go use the restroom so they don't go in your car. You can stretch your legs, get a good jog in. If you're sleepy, you can do some push-ups. Like a lot goes down at the gas station. And you probably get to meet some new people. Exactly. That you probably Conversate. Never get to see again. Yeah. Change the scenery a little bit. Like you walk in, you see the clerk, you're like, What's up, Tom? How's yeah, it going, bro? Exactly. So I like that pick. My last pick, my third pick, okay. I have must respect the road trip games. And now we're not just going to play, now I'm not talking about you need to play the, the I Spy or the Alphabet game. You have to know your crowd. All this is situational, 
Like one of my favorites is categories. So if I say, I don't know, football teams, you keep it going. The person to break it loses. Yeah. That's just me personally. Because the alphabet game, I feel like that's a that's a little kid level game. You know See, what I mean? The one thing that you run into with that is that like when somebody starts losing, like they don't put any effort into it. Like People get so sore yes. when they start losing in road trip games. Yeah. So like they're just like... Their effort goes out the window because it's not like they can just like play. It's not like they can just leave or go somewhere else. Like they're stuck in it. You're sitting in there knowing you just took that hard L. Yeah, and the thing is, is that you could probably get in the ring of death right there and just keep catching those L's if you're not careful, if you're not focused. But that's my last pick. What's yours? Okay, so I'm kind of stuck between these last two, and I'll pick one. And for a successful road trip, you got to keep the charger cords ready. Mm. You got to have the outlets rocking and rolling because who knows what kind of electronics you're going to have. You're probably going to have your phone, obviously. You're going to have an iPad. Shoot, you might have a gaming console. You got to know what your car is capable of when it comes to cords. And you got to keep it you got to keep it clean. Um, you can't just like the worst thing in the world cuz you got a lot of times headphone cords you got charger cords to multiple different outlets. And the worst thing in the world is having a bad, like one of those bad chargers where like it's kind of broken on the end where mm-hmm. like if you move it the wrong way, it goes bling, bling, yeah. bling, bling, mm-hmm. like not charging. And yeah, I can't imagine like having a dead phone on a road trip. It's almost best to now get like a power strip. Yeah. Because of the things that you said. You could be running, people could be running TVs in the back. So you're, so you're saying like go straight to Lowe's before you go on a road trip. If th- That has the power to make or break the road trip, like mm-hmm. you said. So I think that you got to hit that. Yeah. You got to succeed at that. But I got an honorable mention. What about you? Because there's yeah, always I've, those kids that don't have, make. Have you got two, two? I have two. Okay, because those kids, there's always those kids that don't make the valedictorian, that don't get to sit up on the stage. But they're but, still successful. But they still want to get recognized. The high school dropouts that okay, make it big. Okay, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if these kids are dropping out, but honorable mention, I have don't hate on the world's largest blank. You know, you always go through the states and like this state has the world's largest yarn ball. Yeah. The world's largest totem pole. Don't hate on those. I I promise as you guys continue to get older or if you're already old, you're going to love that stuff. You're going to want to take pics. It's going to be a, a, you know, a Kodak moment. Mm -hmm. So don't hate on that. So your dad, with your age, obviously the dad levels rise. Dad levels go up. All right, so my first one is just, I'm surprised this wasn't like straight out of the gate, but I just put sleep. Because for some people, that's hard to do. And if you can successfully sleep in a car, like I know some people that right when it starts, like right when the road trip starts, they can knock out. And other folks, like it has to be pitch black, it has to be dark for you to even sleep. So... Sleeping is key to a successful road trip and surviving one, especially if it's a long trip. And I'll just, can I just go ahead and follow up with my other one? Cause it kind of ties into Before my, you get to those real quick on the sleep, I don't want to speed past it. There's always those, those guys that need sleep, right? Yeah. And then there's always those guys that just kind of take over when those guys are sleeping. So yeah, I do agree that those guys do need sleep. That's important. So finally, uh, my last choice for a survival of a road trip has got to be you got to have a comfy pillow because no matter whether you're sleeping or not a comfy pillow is always comforting because it can be in your lap it could be behind your back it could be just around your neck just chilling you want to make that car feel like a couch for as long as you can and because like we mentioned with snacks earlier a good couch probably has a little bit of crumbs in between the seats you know it has a little bit of wrappers in there I just think a good pillow makes up makes a great road trip. So maybe take your the the pillow that you bring when you fly. Yeah. 
be perfect for road trips? I was saying like an actual like bed pillow. Oh, bed pillow. It takes up a lot of real estate. It, it does. It does. But like the thing is, is that you're trading like size for quality there because those little neck pillows, like for me, it just doesn't do it mm-hmm. um, because the way I sleep, I have to like wrap my arms around it. You got to cuddle with it. Yeah. I'm a big cuddler. Okay. Are you done with honorable mentions? I'm done with my honorable mentions. Well, I think that's that's the wrap of, of that graduating class. Of I like that. How though. to survive a road trip. Yeah, so for all you guys out there on the road right now that are listening, pull over to a gas station, rest stop. Uh, get you some sleep. Get you some good snacks. Listen to great podcasts. Like us. All right, so we're heading on to what the cluck. Do you want to go first or do I? You go first. All right, so I don't know if you've seen the news, but this is actually kind of serious. David Ortiz got shot like... Bang, pow, boom, in the back, straight through his gut. In the back? Yeah, like, it went through him. Like, it's not like, you you know, sometimes you get shot and it's, like, just in you and they have to pull the bullet out. Like, it went through him. Now, luckily, homeboy is fine, but the thing that's just crazy to me is that he was in his home country. Now, obviously, like, they say you have haters everywhere you go, but, like, he's a hero down there. And I don't know if you saw the video afterwards, too, but the guy that shot him... Like, people down there beat him to a pulp. They've already caught the guy that shot him? Oh, yeah. They 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 knew who it was right away, and he got taken out into a back alley, and his face was beaten to a pulp because they're like, hey, this is our homeboy, right? This is our hero, and you're trying to shoot him up, and it was an armed robbery. For what? For what? Nothing. Heroes get remembered, but legends never die. And that David Ortiz is... So, so you're saying he's just... No, he, he, he is, is a legend because yeah, he didn't I'm gonna, die. I'm going I'm to correct you because okay. he is a legend. Yes. I'm surprised they didn't kill this dude that shot him. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't get whopped in the streets. He, well, he did get whopped, but he didn't get... Whopped, he, permanently he whopped. He didn't get billy wowed. Okay. <laughs> so, you, you got another one? N- yeah, I do, but I want you to go first. Okay. Because yeah. my next one's a little bit more lighthearted. Uh, and by the way, David Ortiz, rest up... Uh, Get good, King. Love you, Big Poppy. Mine is just straight laughable. Okay. Has to deal with sports, but okay. it's, it's it's comedy. So, we have a Texas A&M defensive back named Derek Tucker. Well, Derek just got arrested last Thursday. Nice. For? For charged with a misdemeanor of assault. <laughs> okay, so it wasn't like a basic traffic citation. Nope. Now, let me tell you what, what he did. Let's hear it. So, according to the police report, Tucker and another male were having a disagreement over tacos when they got into a mutual altercation. Around 2 a.m., the victim told officers that he was waiting for an Uber when Tucker allegedly came from behind and struck him on the back of the head and knocked him to the ground. Over tacos hey man like there's a lot of taco people out there like lebron lebron's all in on taco tuesday dude but at 2 a.m in college station i don't know if that's worth fighting over this is a man that started for them yeah over tacos i hope it was torchies if it was torchies tacos i i get getting upset but if it's anything other than torchies just a run-of-the-mill taco truck bro what are you doing i don't know man i mean it just shows you that their academic standards down there in college station aren't really up there so they have great players, but Jimbo Fisher, uh, let's get it going. Released on $5,000 bond. I wonder who paid that. Some donor for A&M? Maybe Torchies. Thanks for protecting the brand. So anyways, my next one. This has to go into, I guess it kind of translates to the eSports realm. So mm. we're, we're kind of all over the place today. Yeah. But apparently Xbox is making body wash. Really? Yes. Xbox, Xbox is Xbox is making body wash. Okay. And so the reasoning behind it is, is they say, we see Xbox fans achieve incredible things every day. 
and we wanted to celebrate that elevated skill, passion, and determination by creating something truly special. And they say in a statement as well, now powering up can be as simple as a quick spray before you head out the door. And so they're coming out with body sprays, deodorant, and shower gels. And before you trash it, here's like, because I was thinking like, what... What does an Xbox smell like? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you think of when it smells like Xbox? And it says that it is a fresh scent of pulsing green citrus featuring top notes of kefir, lime, and winter lemon. Aromic herbal middle notes of mint and sage and woody bottom notes of patchouli and clear wood containing a range of natural essential oils. And when I think of essential oils, I just think of like a greasy Xbox controller. <laughs> That some dude that has been eating Drinking Dorito, Coke yeah. and yeah. No, not Coke, like Mountain Dew. Oh, okay. And like those flaming hot Doritos. And yeah, so the only thing worse than being a gamer is smelling like a gamer. And imagine you bring a girl over and you're just like, what's that smell? Oh, it's Xbox. Dude, I feel like I'm back in sixth, seventh grade because I feel like this is an Axe revamp. No, they actually partnered with Axe. Six? Like, that's. I'm through. <laughs> that's. That is who they partnered with to make this. Yeah, this. I mean, middle schoolers are going to love this, which is going to make them a lot of money. It's an actual thing. At first, I thought it was like an onion link, but it's actually... So you have deodorant, you have body wash, you have shampoo, and you have a spray. And so, guys, if you guys want to smell like an Xbox out there, if you want to impress your girl with a kill-death ratio, good luck. If you want to impress her by smelling like success... This is it. And you know what, Xbox? If you wanna if you wanna sponsor us, we'll promote the crap out of this. We will be grateful ad readers for you guys, cause there's a lot of esports guys out there. And I, I think it's kinda smart, even though it's a what the cluck segment, I think it's smart because they are tapping into a market that actually no, it's not that smart. That's why it's what the cluck. Okay, so when does this drop? Is it out? Can it's, I go get it right now? I don't know. I mean, I just saw... I didn't see when they're going to be dropping it. It might not even be in the U.S. I'll probably pet... Do they, Wait, they have a deodorant? Yeah, they have a deodorant. I might try the deodorant. Okay. But yeah, body have, wash... They have body spray, which honestly, nope. who uses body spray? Nope. Deodorant... Potential. Nobody uses deodorant. Nope. <laughs> and shower gel. Shower gel is just lazy. It's like... Remember when they used to have bars? And now it's just like you have to squeeze it out now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I don't know where we were going with that. Alright. But so I'll I'll I hate that because yeah, I feel like I'm back in middle school. But moving on, my last one is of course I gotta talk about him. I gotta talk about Drake. Okay. So I don't know if you've heard, but Drake has an airplane called Drake <laughs> Drake Air. Drake Air? Drake Air. It features the the Owl logo on it. Mm-hmm. It features, um, pretty sure on the engines it says, actually says Drake Air. So when they take off, they go revs up, OVO. And what would be really cool is the tow- radio tower communications. Mm-hmm. Like this is Drake Air coming into land. But no, why this is what the cluck? Because you have an you have your own airplane. He was given this for free. A two hundred million dollar jet, Boeing seven six seven cargo a jet. Seven six seven six seven. Like this isn't your little six seater like private, private jet. jet. This has couches, beds. Like, this looks like a straight resort. Oh, my God. And this man doesn't make it to Game 3 or 4 to flex with his new with his new play. I think that was more of a business decision than anything. He was given it to just throw some clout around. He can fly anywhere he wants to. Why does he have to fly to the Bay? To you pr- know, do you know how much those courtside tickets are? If he's not paying for... He doesn't have flight, to pay for a flight. Yeah, but courtside tickets are very expensive. Dude. He's not... Is Drake a billionaire? I think so. I would bet. 
Mm. No? I feel like he could be one day. I feel like he he's is. not like on a mogul level like Jay Z. No. He's gotta find that one he's gotta want find that one partner to put him over the top. But if I have my own Boeing seven six seven You're going everywhere. I think I'm going everywhere. And I'm definitely Especially if it's given to you for free. For free and I'm definitely making it to watch Raptors in game three and game four. So that's my what the cluck, bro. So do you think the pilot comes on and he goes, Just hold on, we're going home. The tunes on that plane, probably just straight Drake. Would that be weird, like if you were an artist, like would you listen to your own music? I mean I get I mean we listen to our own podcast. We so. listen to our own podcast and it's honestly cringeworthy. Yeah. But people tell us it's good. I mean they could be lying to us. They're probably lying. Alright guys, that was the episode. Uh hope you guys enjoy it and we'll be back next week. Deuces.